Amen. Open your Bible to book of Isaiah chapter 54. Yeah, for those of you, you know, I told you yesterday, I said, if you're coming to this church, come before time because you will miss some prayer points. And you thought I was joking. Yesterday, some of you missed prayer points. Today, some of you still miss some prayer points. See, if you like tomorrow, miss another prayer point. Now you, Sabi. Just be here. Five minutes to time. So that every prayer point we're going to take here, you'll be part of it. Hallelujah. The Lord will see you through in Jesus' name. Isaiah 54. Don't forget the theme of the year is rising to somebody. And uh, this afternoon, the Lord led me to Isaiah 54. That we should just talk about something briefly. And I'll read verse 5 to verse 1 to, to 5. Isaiah 54 from 1 to 5. The Bible says, Sing, barren woman, you, you who never bore a child. Burst into song, shout for joy, you who were never in labor. Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cord. Strengthen your stake. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will, dispo will dispose nations and settle in their desolate cities. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. For your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. Hallelujah. I want to speak on the topic, ex be expectant. Be expectant. Hallelujah. Now, expectant, the word expectation. The verb is be expectant. Expectation simply means waiting and having an eye on something. Expecting that, just having this desire that something will happen to you. I don't want to use the word expect again. So, and here in the scripture, we're going to be seeing something related to how you should be expectant. Because, you see, people who are always expectant are people who are hopeful. The Bible says, talks about hope in the book of Romans. You understand? You do not hope for what you see. But you hope for what? For what you have not seen. When you have hope, you, 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 are, you are just having this mind that something will come. When you have expectation, well, for expectation, it might not necessarily be hope. Hallelujah. Expectation might not, because sometimes, expectation is something that you already know about. Like those of you that wait on salaries. Hallelujah. <laughs> you are expecting salary on the 25. And so somebody comes to you on 23 and say, I need something. And you say, hey, don't worry, we are expecting salary. So you see, you already have, you know, but hope says something you have not seen. Now, but for expectation, you already know. You already know a little about it. Now here is something we already know about that we are going to be expecting about because we know about God, so we should live in expectation. Hallelujah. We know God. We understand God's operation. So you must live in expectation. So some of the things I want us to learn are this. Why should we, or how should we be expectant, or what are the things involved in expectation? Number one, In your expectation, remember that stillness will come. Hello? That stillness will come. In your expectation, remember that stillness will what? Will come. Now, I just want to read something about in that, that verse 1 and you see what I'm trying to say. Sing, barren woman, you who never bore a child. 
For someone to remain without a church simply signifies stillness. There was stagnation. There was stillness. There was unproductivity. Nothing seemed to be happening. The situation of Israel is what is being described in this place. Because Israel at a point we are living as if there was no God. God had turned his back and he forsook them. And he was just he just like, look, I have divorced you. You know, God will tell Israel, I divorce you. So this time there was stagnation, there was stillness, everything was still. And at a point now, God decided there was going to be a reconciliation. Now, what I'm simply trying to say is that before there can be elevation, before there can be success, before there can be breakthrough, there must be stillness. Before anything good will happen to you, something must have spread. And that is why some people believe that every disappointment is a blessing. If you are not disappointed, you will be disappointed. You will not know what to do next and to move on. Somebody hear me. Am I talking to somebody? No, you are not answering me. It's like people are dead in this church. Hallelujah. Now we are reading Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54, 1 to 5. Those of you are just coming. It's Isaiah 54, 1 to 5. So in your expectation, also expect stillness. Those still moments are the moment that God remains silent. They are the moment that you are praying as if you are not praying. They are the moment that you are fasting as if you are not fasting. They are the moment that you are, you are digging and seeking God as if you are not seeking. God is just as if he's not hearing you. Don't worry. You don't need to worry. I tell it in your expectation. Also expect stillness. That's what I'm telling you. The first thing expect stillness. But after that stillness, something will definitely happen. Hallelujah. After that stillness, after that quiet moment, after that moment that looked deserted, something will definitely happen. And so, what you do is what? Number one, expect stillness. Number two, in your expectation, celebrate. Hallelujah. In your expectation, what do you do? Celebrate. Now, look at God, say, celebrate, you barren woman. Say, sing for joy, you barren woman. Haba, why should a barren woman be singing? Jama Allah. Why should a bar- she is barren? She doesn't have anything. People are mocking her. No, in Israel, if you don't have a child, it was a tin of scum. In the land of Israel, you don't have a child. People will mock you. People will tell you all kind of call you all kind of names. That was why you said when Hannah was praying, when she went to Shiloh, she prayed against her prayer because her, her rival was mocking her. Not only her rival, people were mocking her in the land. a thing of mockery. And even in Africa, the same thing is happening. You know, in Africa, our culture is related to the Israelites. And, but God is saying, what do you do? Celebrate. Sing for joy. He said, shout. You see, be part of verse 1. He said, shout. Sing for joy. Shout. Sing up by a woman. Now, Maybe something has been stagnant in your life. Something is not yet happening to you. You have been praying for that thing. Yes, even if it is a physical child you are expecting, the church is not forthcoming. You are expecting some miracles. The miracles are not forthcoming. The Bible did not say more. The Bible says celebrate. Celebrate. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I will celebrate. Say, in difficult times, I will celebrate. In terms of stillness, I will celebrate. Say, look at the neighbor in the eye and talk to him. I didn't say in stillness, in pain, I will celebrate. Hallelujah. Go 
God wants you to celebrate. God wants you to put your dancing shoe. Even though the thing is not coming, you continue to be dancing and celebrating and celebrating. Like somebody told me yesterday that if you are wearing that, they, they observe that if pastor wear new shoe, they used to dance and do like this. I was just imagining. I said, so now only when I wear new shoe, now they do like that. I didn't talk when the person talk, but the person don't even know that I will come and say you to me. <laughs> because I was just imagining. So now when I wear new shoes, <laughs> somebody shout! <laughs> ah, ah. Now wow, some people will see that like say they know they watch, but they are watching and they are studying. And they are reading, they will be reading on line to line, word to words, you know. Oh God. <laughs> God will help you in Jesus' name. So that is what the Bible is saying. It is not only when you buy new shoes, it is not only when you buy new clothes, it is not only when you buy car, it is not only when you build a house. Even when those things are not forthcoming, even when there is no food in your house, stand up and begin to dance and celebrate. Somebody hear me. You know, some of you, if you don't have, everybody will know that you don't have. No, the Bible is not telling you, you should know. The Bible is saying that when you don't have, celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. You sing for joy, sing for joy. Sing to your God. Oh, sing to God. Take your seat. Let me give you point three. We are talking about expect and be expected, isn't it? And we say number one in your expectation, you should express stillness. And we say number two in your expectation, you should what? You should celebrate. Hallelujah. Now number three, in your expectation, you should be you should open your boundaries. Verse three. Open your boundaries. I want to read verse three. He said, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtain wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cord. Strengthen your stakes. Now, listen to me. You were caged in one place. You were limited. They have put a boundary for you and say it's only this boundary you are going to remain. And you have been mourning inside that boundary. And now you begin to develop expectation on the Lord Jesus Christ. That as you are developing that expectation, you are not supposed to still remain within the confine of that boundary they put for you. Now, because you know your God is bigger than boundaries, because you know your God is bigger than limitation, because you know your God is bigger than any fence that has been put around you, the next thing you are going to do is what? Enlarge the fence, break through the fence, and move it far, move it far. And as you should increase it, begin to increase it, expecting that something that is coming is bigger than where you are staying. That it is going to take over that place and overcome that place. So in your expectation,
later the enlargement in your expectation break all the boundaries in your expectation break all the touch in your expectation think big don't think small you have to think very big because the person that is about to do the work is a powerful God and I decree upon your life that as you wait upon the Lord this week the Lord is going to cause an enlargement the Lord is going to break those boundaries the Lord is going to close those things that are permitted to to be broken in the mighty name of Jesus You know, Jabez, he was limited to bitterness. He was confined to pains because his mother gave birth to him and named him pains. Jabez means pains. Now he said, I have to break the boundaries. He was expectant. He was expectant. He did not wait for God to come and do it for him. He started the journey. The Bible says, he was more honorable than his brother. That was number one. In his expectation, he became very honorable. He refused to give himself to sin. He just committed himself. That's why the Bible says he was more honorable than his brothers. Then he now prayed to God and said, God, enlarge my territory. And he did not sit down. He began to spread his wings. He began to spread his tentacles. And before you know, it came to pass. Because it's possible for you to pray that God enlarge my territory. But you still confine yourself under a cage. Is somebody hearing me? You can still confine yourself under a cage. Even after praying, after fasting, that you need enlargement. You can still keep yourself inside a cage. The other day, prophecy was speaking. She said, if you are selling Akara, you can add Dodo. You have prayed. God, I want to enlarge my business. And God now decides, is giving you an idea now, like that, the way she was speaking. God was just speaking through her and telling you that that prayer you pray, I have answered you. Now to enlarge that Akara business, this is what you are going to add to it. And now you have finished praying and the wisdom has come. The word of knowledge has come. And yet you went and sat down and you continued to the brain. Father, I enlarge my business. And you refuse to add the dodo. Father, I enlarge my business. You refuse to add the the, 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 the uh, Lord, enlarge my business. You refuse to add the supernatural. Father, enlarge my business. You refuse to add the mind. Father, enlarge my business. You sit down for one place and you want God to enlarge your business. God is not in your home. God is not a fool. God cannot come down from heaven and begin to fly. God cannot do that to you. God will wipe you refuse to do it. will watch you. Is somebody hearing me? So you have to take a step. So the Bible says, enlarge. God told the Israelites, enlarge your territory. Don't think that that is all. He said, you have this barren woman that still don't have children. Oh yeah, begin to spy clothes. That is enlargement. Buy children bath. Buy the shoes. Buy everything. If you it is one room you are staying, it's go and rent two rooms. Because children are coming. That is expectation. Children are something is coming. So begin to show that yes, you are ready for that thing. Because if you are not ready, God will release it. God cannot release when you are not ready. If you release it, what do you do with it? If you are looking for 10 million naira. You have only been controlling, let's say, the highest you have ever touched in your life is 50,000 naira. 
and now you're looking for 10 million. And God said, I will give you. And then you are still thinking like somebody that is owing 50,000. Will God give you? That is an error because you cannot maintain it. But if you begin to think like a millionaire and begin to talk like a millionaire, you see, when we came to hip hop that day, Pastor's wife was rapping music like a millionaire. I never had a rap in my life. But that day she was rapping. And what she was rapping is not that it was in another music. She was creating the words in this place and she was saying them. She was composing raps in this place. And I said, so she's already thinking like a millionaire. I enlarged her course. Say that you know I am going to minister in Nigeria. I am also going to minister in the United Kingdom. Are you understanding? There was an enlargement. She just shifted, she just shifted the boundary. She shifted the landmark. And said, I'm moving forward. That is the spirit that God is looking for from you. Is somebody here with me? Is somebody here with me? Yes, if you're here, say hallelujah. hallelujah. So, enlarge. Shift the land boundary and increase it. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when we wanted to start this foundation, it was expected, let's just speak from here. This wall. To that wall. Abby. And just roof it so that we cannot be packing things again. But there was this spirit of expectance that was tormenting me. I say, whether you Kai, Ina, this one won't do now. You <laughs> know, go take. We go break this place. I was having that expectation. You understand? And I like, okay, let's just use our building plan. And we started it. It was not actually going well because money was now sinking in the ground. You didn't even see the money. We're burying money in the ground. <laughs> and we're not even seeing the money. But you know what? We just enlarged the course. And now, after the weddings here, I went back home one day and I was asking Sam. And I said, Sam, if we have taken only this place and this place, these weddings we had in this church and the kind of population we, we had here, and even when we did our anniversary, you saw the population. I say, where were we going to keep those populations? All of them will have stayed outside. And only maybe 100 plus will be inside. And then 200 plus will be outside. I say, you see, that will have been a slap on our face. That would be a very big slap. Thank God we enlarge the territory in expectation right from the beginning. And it helped us. Even though it's not easy packing things. But the grace of God is sufficient. That's what we are talking about. Enlarge it. Hallelujah. Amen. We are still in Isaiah 54. The next thing is in verse 5 and verse 4. The next thing your expectation do not fear. Hallelujah. Yes, but you do know what? Do not fear. Now look at verse 4. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. 
one of the things that make people to be afraid is shame i don't want shame on my life i don't want shame to cover me i don't want shame in my family and because of that you will do what you're not supposed to do because you're afraid god said don't be afraid in your expectations don't be what don't be afraid if you read further i say do not fear disgrace shame and disgrace Shabby, they are close to each other they are brother and sister shame and disgrace don't be afraid you will not see disgrace you will not see shame don't fear you will not receive disgrace you will forget the shame of your youth oh my god the bible says you will forget the shame of your youth you are saying amen like somebody that just came out from the toilet I am not the one talking. It is the word of God that is speaking. He said you will forget the shame of your youth. If there was something that happened in your youth that was not forgotten, the shame will leave you and people will begin to celebrate you. There are some terrible things that happen to people in their youthful age that you know what to remember it. What happened in your youthful age? You are a drunkard. You were urinating on the road. Falling in the gutter. And now you have grown up. You have stopped that thing. Whether you like it or not, sometimes you stay. And you feel like you can return the hand of the, of the clock. As soon as you rewind the hand of the clock and stop that thing. You will still be feeling disgraced and ashamed sometimes. But the Bible says you will not be ashamed of your youth. That those things they will be the what? The thing of the past. They will be gone. The Lord will erase it. And then you will now be a new person. And people who know you with that attitude will no longer remember it. When they see you, they will only see the present. This year is your year. And it is my year. This year is my year. In the name of Jesus. Now verse 5 says, for your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The whole of the Holy One of Israel is your redeemer. He is God, the God of all the earth. Oh! He is the one speaking. He's the one telling you all these things. I prophesy for your life. I prophesy for your life. Receive double portion of grace this year. Receive double portion of grace this year. Receive double anointing this year. Receive double blessing this year. In the mighty name of Jesus, can somebody jump on your feet and begin to say, My father, my father, my father, my father, anything to stress, anything to shame in my life, I put it behind me. I carry grace and I move on. In the name of Jesus, when you are ready to pray, I'm ready to pray.